0: Come to the bar, come on and pull up a seat Modern Reformation, yeah.
1: The bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building, right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited, as always, to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds. Wherever you listen to the bar, we're grateful that you're listening. And I love to start the show the same way, man, by thanking the listeners. Thank you guys for tuning into the bar, rocking with the bar, ripping the bar, man. We've been doing this for about six years and I'm super grateful for anybody that tuning in and listen. I always tell people the bar is a gateway drug to reform theology. So welcome to the party. Anyway, I bring to you uh, another awesome guest. Uh, Excuse me, this awesome guest we actually had scheduled a while back, um, but doing some transitioning. And uh, you guys remember my my grandmother uh, passed. Uh, we had to reschedule and he was super, super kind to come back on my show. I have on none other than my brother, Mr. Eric. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Hey, man, I am super grateful to uh, finally get you on and and get talking about what we're going to talk about, man. But before we do, I want to kind of let you introduce yourself. To my listeners, anything you want to share, personal, professional, you got the space to do that right here.
0: Well, uh, my name is Eric Johnson. As you mentioned, I work with the ministry called Mormonism Research Ministry. MRM.org is our website. We've been around since 1979. My friend Bill McKeever founded the ministry. We live in Utah with the center of where Mormonism takes place. Our two main objectives are, number one, we do a lot of evangelism to share our faith with Latter-day Saints, because as much as we love Latter-day Saints, uh, we feel that their theology, that they're taught by the leadership is false. And number two, we do a lot Speaking in churches and other things to other places where Christians are, so that we can help them understand what Mormonism really is, eliminate some of the straw man arguments, and then to be able to teach them how they can effectively share their faith. Our website, like I said, mrm.org, is a great place to find a lot of articles and videos on the topic of Mormonism from a Christian perspective. We do also have a podcast uh, called Viewpoint on Mormonism. We've been doing that since 2011. Uh, We're on six different radio stations five days a week it's a 14-minute program but you can go to our website mrm.org slash podcast and you can hear this week's episodes every day and you can actually go back to an index that takes you back to the last uh 10 years or so of what we have done 11 years i guess it is awesome
1: that's amazing and uh and man i am uh i mean that that kind of piques my interest um just I have a couple of friends in the Utah area, uh, and actually, my my supervisor uh, was from that area, also a Mormon, so. Uh, I definitely want to kind of pick your brain a little bit, but man, so you talked about, uh, you know, who founded it. Uh, How did you find it? Like what what's what's, what's kind of your background into getting into this?
0: Well, this is probably before. Well, I'm sure it's well before your time, 1978, (laughs) there was a guy named Jim Jones. Have you heard of Jim Jones? Yes, sir. Yeah. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. That's where that comes from. A thousand (laughs) people drank the Kool-Aid died because he told them to do so. And I was a junior in high school and I thought to myself, Wait a minute. How do I know I'm not in a group like this? So I started mm-hmm. to look into other religions just to find out what they believed. I grew up in a Christian home as well. I went to a Christian high school, mm-hmm. but uh, I just uh, I just wanted to verify if I really owned my own faith. So I started to read other people's scriptures, Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons, uh, uh, all the different groups that are out there, uh, Islam. Hinduism, I read all these scriptures and ended up uh, inviting people into my house when they come to my door. I got involved with an apologetics ministry in the the mid eighties. And then 1987, I went to Utah for the uh, first time. I had done work with Mormons before, but never in Utah. Spent the Mm -hmm. summer here, met my future wife, Uh, doing evangelism with her. And uh, we ended up getting married the next year. And then in 1989, I met Bill McKeever, and he lived at that time in Southern California, which is where I lived and grew up. Uh, And so in 1989, I started to volunteer for him. I taught in a a high school college setting for 20 years, but I moved here full-time in 2010. So the way I kind of got involved with that was just, I was just curious about what other religions had to say. And Dealing with Mormons is so much easier than dealing with Jehovah's Witnesses. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. That it's just so difficult, they don't wanna talk. Mormons are nice people. They actually are, friendly usually, and they're willing to discuss their faith. I, I just fell in love with that people group, which is why we ended up moving here. Uh, and then I also taught at the uh, high school and seminary level. I taught American religions and world religions. One of the one of my features in my class would be to take students to different religious venues. Like we take them to the Hare Krishna temple, the Mormon Battalion Center in San Diego, which is a uh, historical site, uh, the mosque for the Muslims, and also uh, uh, took them to a synagogue with Jews. So they would ha- have a chance to experience it for themselves. Because I think that's the most important thing any Christian can do is my mom, is own your own faith. Don't borrow mm. mommy and daddy's for the high school students that I would teach, but learn what Christianity is all about. If it's true, follow it with all your heart. If it's not true, then abandon it and find out what is true.
1: Wow, I love that. I love that. Own your own faith. I like that. That's because I had a, I guess, kind of a similar thing. Um, uh, my my run in wasn't uh Mormons or Jehovah's Witness. Mine was actually Hebrew Israelites. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I had a guy that at my workplace that pretty much challenged my faith, and it, me not being able to answer his questions is what caused me to. Dive a little deeper into what I actually believe, you know, so good for you. Yeah, I I, I definitely I definitely can see that. Um, So what what are some of the things I know you kind of mentioned you guys are doing, um, you know, you have the podcast and and I know some evangelism work. What what are some of the goals and objectives uh, that you guys have, you know, just going into the new year?
0: Well, uh, uh, one of the things that we like to do is go to temple open houses. This church has been building these special buildings that you you have to have a special card to get in. It's called the Temple Mm -hmm. Recommend. Uh, And so you go through, you do the work for yourself the first time you get married there and you get married for time and eternity. Then after that, you do work on behalf of the dead. That's why genealogy is so important. Well, they have been building temples like crazy this last couple of years. And in these next two to three years, they're going to be opening in the United States over 30 temples, 30 Mm. more temples. Right now there's 170, 172 that are open and they're going to open 30 more. So we try to go to those, stand outside, try to get into conversations. We have different evangelism techniques that we use. Uh, We have a newspaper that we hand out, for instance. We just try to explain to people, especially the visitors, because many people get enamored with this beautiful building and the family life and how wonderful they take care of their own. It's great. But take a look at the behind the scenes. Let's take a look at who Joseph Smith, the founder was. He was not who they believe he was. Uh, they don't worship him or anything, but he definitely has the corner on truth. restored the church after, supposedly, it died after the death of the apostles in the second century. John right. dies, and and uh, he restores the church. He claims that he had a vision of God, the Father, and Jesus. He told them all the churches were wrong, and all their creeds were an abomination in his sight. All their professors or their pastors were corrupt. And so uh, there's this doubt that Mormonism has based on Joseph Smith about you and me, as far as our Christianity, that we don't have what it takes because we don't have the priesthood. They, they believe they've restored the priesthood. Uh, they believe they have different scriptures, uh, the book of Mormon being the most prominent, uh, telling the story of ancient Americans who lived on this continent. Uh, so yeah, that would be our main objective for, for doing evangelism. We also do some evangelism in the Provo area here where BYU is located this Friday. I'm going out I like to go to the BYU football game, stand outside across the street, and I hand out copies of the book, The Miracle of Forgiveness, written by one of their former prophets. Basically, uh, Spencer W. Kimball, his his, uh, saying was, just do it. He was Nike before there was Nike. He wrote that book back (laughs) in 1969. And Mm -hmm. nobody can do everything that the Mormon church says they have to do. All these Mm -hmm. rules and regulations that that you have to basically attain perfection. And Kimball said perfection is an achievable goal. So I like talking to college students and uh and that's who go to the games and uh to be able to get in there but uh and then our website our website usage can you believe it's doubled in the past two years wow um, we are averaging a thousand unique visitors a day and 1500 hits on our articles and wow. and uh that that has been in a huge increase uh from even 2020 uh, where we were averaging maybe uh five to six hundred hits a day so almost doubled so we wow. we work really hard on updating that and and we just want to stay cutting edge on this issue.
1: For sure, for sure. I love that. Uh and that that actually kind of led towards what I was going to say with just hearing about the increase of hits on online, you know, I guess that is a, a really good source for someone that wants to find material on that um and and so what would you say maybe contribute to the increase in number like is is uh, you know, is there anything you guys are talking about that might you know, <laughs> uh,
0: you know I, I, I'm i going to say that there's just a, a lot of curiosity within the membership of the church. They are losing mm. their members in droves. And uh, there's a couple of reasons for that. One would be their history and doctrine. Uh Between 2013 to 2015, they put together 13 different essays that are that's found on their their site. Uh, it's called the church of Jesus Christ dot org is their website. And uh, and, and so th- these 13 essays admitted to things that a lot of Latter-day Saints did not know before. For instance, Mm. Joseph Smith had between 30 to 40 wives. A third of them were teenagers. A third of them were married to living husbands. A lot of Latter-day Saints didn't know that. They knew Brigham Young, the second president, had been married 54 times. They didn't know Joseph Smith had. And he's marrying other men's wives. I mean, and he's having sexual relations with them. We we, we knew this from before, but the church admitted to this. They also admitted that uh, the book of Abraham, a book that's found in one of their scriptures, is not really a literal translation of the papyrus that Joseph Smith bought back in 1835 when he was living in Kirtland, Ohio. And he said it was from Abraham and he actually translated it. But People didn't know Egyptian back then. It was still in the process of being deciphered. The Rosetta Stone was something that was found in 1799 by Napoleon's troops, and but it took years for them to figure out what exactly everything meant. And so mm-hmm. that was that was uh, an issue a lot of Latter-day Saints didn't know. Uh, and and there were some other things in there that that really surprised them. So that would be one reason why they're leaving. And uh, but another would be the progressive issues, uh, mm-hmm. everything from uh, feminism. That's a huge issue. Uh, Mormonism does have a, a mother God, but you're not allowed to pray to her. A lot of the feminists don't like that. Also, the females are not allowed to get the priesthood called the Aaronic and Melchizedek priesthood. A lot of the feminists are fighting for that, as well as worshiping uh, Heavenly Mother, but they're only allowed to worship Heavenly Father. Uh, And so that's an issue. The homosexuality issue is huge right now. In fact, at BYU, they are really struggling with that because uh, uh, the church is trying to, they don't believe in it. And they've talked against it, but there's a number of younger members who are fighting that, thinking that homosexuality should not only be okay, but perhaps even to be able to get married in the temple as homosexuals, which makes no sense because the goal in Mormonism is when you get married for time and eternity, you hope to be as a man with your wife for eternity and have new spirit children, and you're going to create your own new world. Well, what are two... Two people who are three people, however many people you have together in a union, what are they going to do if they're not going to be able to put a family together? There's not mm-hmm. artificial insemination, so to speak. So so uh, I, I think there's just a curiosity. It's interesting because I would have thought covid people sitting in their, right. in their homes would have caused more people. But we stayed around maybe about seven, eight hundred hits a day. But Mm -hmm. then it just started about a year ago. It just started going crazy. And and sometimes somebody will mention an article on their, their, uh, podcast or website, and then we'll get a bunch of hits, but we're finding uh, one of our top 10 articles right now. This has never been the case, but it's an article titled about us. It just explains who we are. And we're getting 20 or 30 hits a day on that, which means these are people who have never been on our website. They just want to know who we are. So that's a really good indication that there's probably people who are outsiders, but I also think there's a lot of Latter-day Saints who are seeking the truth. And Mm -hmm. the problem is they are leaving in droves, but they're not running the Christianity. In fact, there's a Mm. book, Called the next Mormons. I'm not trying to promote this book, but you Jana can, Reese, it's <laughs> and, and, and I'm, it's a it's not a Christian book. It's by uh. Oxford. It's a it's a uh, scholarly book. Jana Reese is a is a Mormon blogger, and she did surveys. Very uh, these are scholarly surveys. Oxford obviously is an important press, and uh, and what she discovered is 45% of everybody who leaves the church end up going to atheism, agnosticism, or nothing at all. Wow. 45%. Another call themselves just Christian. They haven't gone to church or anything. They just are moral. They don't do, they don't make, they don't uh, commit adultery or murder anyone. So they're just Christian. That's not what a Christian is. You and I both know that's a bad definition. Moralism is not true Christianity, but that's two out of three people who are leaving. Only one third go to any kind of religion. And it's the, according to her statistic, this comes from 2019 only 10% who leave the church end up becoming evangelical Christians mm. that is a, a, a atrocious number because sure. Look, we have a great product. I have an advertising degree from San Diego State, and I'm not trying to minimize the gospel, but look what we have. Salvation by grace through faith. We have a relationship with God. We have the Bible that is true. We have so much to offer, and I don't think that's getting across to people because they just throw the baby out with the bathwater. When I'm talking to somebody who's a former Latter-day Saint, I said, did you used to believe in God? Of course. Did you used to believe Jesus was your Savior? Yeah. What did they do to you that caused you to reject them? And they go, Well, religion did it to me. Well, yeah, religion did. Mormonism is a false religion. I'm sorry you got involved with that. Jim Jones is also a false prophet. But right. the Bible says that we're supposed to test the spirits to see mm-hmm. if they are from God because many false prophets have gone out into the world. That's 1 John 4 1. So that is key, I think, in understanding that so many people, I don't think, have an accurate presentation of the Bible. And so mm-hmm. when you ask Latter day Saints, What do you believe? about salvation by grace through faith that i believe you know and and they'll say well do you believe that all you have to do is go up to church and you know say a little prayer hey hallelujah and then i go out and commit murder no we don't believe that but that's what (laughs) they'll say or the trinity makes no sense to them who was jesus talking to in the garden of gethsemane well he was talking to the father that doesn't negate the trinity so these are things that my book uh, uh Uh, That uh, introducing Christianity to Mormons is going to try to do is help a Christian not only understand what we believe, but understand a little bit about what Mormons believe, because we have that same language. We use the Mm -hmm. same terms, but we have different meanings to to what those mean. And so when we say salvation by grace, the Latter-day Saint says, of course, I believe in salvation by grace, but they don't mean it in the same way that you do. Because Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says we're saved by grace through faith. It's not of ourselves. It is right. the gift of God, not by works, lest any man should boast. But Mormonism has a verse in its scripture, the Book of Mormon, 2 Nephi 25, 23, that says they're saved by grace after all they can do. Do you see the nuance there? Yep. You're saved by grace after <laughs> all you can do, which means you have to do all you can do. And according to Spencer Kimball, perfection is its achievable goal. Once you do that, then you get grace that's not a gift that's a wage
1: yep yep you earn it yeah wow okay all right that's i love it i love it i love it i love it uh so you mentioned the book let's talk about the book a little bit um uh you say it's going to is it out yet i'm i'm a little confused on no it's out it,
0: it's out uh Perfect. introducing christianity to mormons it's available on on uh, amazon christianbooks.com uh uh barnesandnoble.com but the book came out september thirteenth it's doing pretty well it's actually <laughs> I've written six books. It's doing the best out of all the books uh, that I've ever written, because I think there are a lot of it's made for Christians, by the way. This is I wrote it for Christians, but I also wrote it so you could give it to your LDS friend or neighbor and say, would you be interested to hear what Christians believe and get rid of some of the stereotypes you might have? But the book, the book um, uh, is under one hundred thousand on Amazon. It's been since September 13th when it first opened up. And uh, I'm just very excited because my hope and goal when I write these books is I want to provide, uh, a resource for Christians to be able to use. So they might be able to be effective in uh, their conversations and guidance. But I think this is also good because we talked about owning your own faith. I think for a lot of Christians, they really don't know what they believe. I'm hoping this is a good overview of the essential issues of what Christianity teaches. I'm not getting into uh, eschatology. When is Jesus coming back? I'm not getting into how often you should do communion. Those kinds of things we can talk about in house. Those are sure. peripheral issues. I'm most concerned with who is God, who is Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus being the cornerstone of our faith, justification by faith alone, but then sanctification, working out our faith with uh, with uh, fear and trembling, as Philippians 2.12 puts it. So I wanted to lay out what it is we believe, and I use in the book to help make it interesting, real-life stories of Mm -hmm. me talking to Latter-day Saints or other people and how you can use this information in a real-life way. Obviously, my conversations aren't going to be exactly as yours, but you'll get an idea of how there will be pushback on some of the things that we hold to as Christians.
1: Nice. I love it. I love it. So we'll definitely have a link to it in the show notes so people can pick that up. And, uh, and, and and definitely uh, we're going to promote that with the show as well. Thank you. Alright, so right here we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. in here with my good friend eric man and um man this is really a pleasure to meet you and and talk to you and on this side of the show this is what we do uh our signature questions these are three signature questions i ask all of my guests so the first signature bar question is what kind of music do you listen to
0: I actually listen to Christian music, um, you know, that, that, um, there's a variety of Christian music out there. But I even like the older stuff. I like the Keith Green and the, and the Amy Grant and those kinds of artists. Uh, and also I like jazz. Um, I like both contemporary jazz, um, you know, the Kenny G kind of stuff. But I also yeah, I'll listen in the background on just regular old jazz. You know, some of those greats out there that uh, just it makes it easy for me to do my work here in the office.
1: For sure. For sure. Uh, I'm a jazz fan myself, so I, I respect that. All right. Next signature bar question is what book or books are you currently reading?
0: I am actually reading. Um, I just, well, I actually finished, um, uh, I just went to, uh, uh, Turkey, Greece, and Italy, and uh, I, I just wrapped up several archaeological books on that. I, I actually guide trips, not guide. I organize them and I put them together, and uh, and so um th- that is uh, uh, what I just did. I a- actually um, have been reading uh, A Tale of Two Cities. I taught English when I was uh, younger, and I, I normally read more Christian books, but uh, I've been reading that because uh, I saw the play. Uh, but I taught that book for five years uh, back in the '90s. So it's been a while since I actually read that and seeing the play and putting that book together has been uh, fun to put the pieces together. Uh, Charles Dickens was a master.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. Good deal. All right. Last thing is your bar question is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to? If any,
0: you know, I, I have to be honest. I don't really uh, listen to too many. I um our, our pastor has the sermons and I'll listen. If I miss a sermon, I'll listen to those from the church I attend. But, um, I, I just I'm I'm old school. I'm I'm an old guy, sixty years old, and uh, and so I I just uh, um, I just have not learned how to how to have that kind of a um, discipline. But um, but I, I enjoy uh, when I hear of a subject, I'll listen to those oftentimes apologetics wise.
1: Right, nice. I love it. All right. Well, listen, Eric, man. Um, again, thank you for coming on the show. This has been uh, really cool. Always like to end the show, man. We we'll give you an opportunity to uh, again let people know where to find the book and any words of encouragement you want to leave, and then we'll get out of here.
0: Well, uh, introducing Christianity to Mormons is a book that is published by Harvest House Publishers. It is available on our website introducing christianity.com i didn't mention that before but introducing christianity.com i have links to the places where you can buy the book and also i have uh questions at the end of each of the chapters that i discuss on that website so if you wanted to go to introducingchristianity.com, but amazon christianbooks.com barnes and noble are the three main places people are buying the book
1: awesome awesome thank you thank you again man to the bar listeners, thank you guys for listening to the bar podcast, your favorite podcast. Make sure you tune in every Tuesday. Uh, also, make sure you hit the show notes and uh, pick up this book, show some support uh and and definitely if you know someone that may need it pick up too if you know you know you want to hand them out on the street corner pick up several and and let's do that man so thank you guys for listening and uh make sure you guys check out the make sure you go to the tab check out all the podcasts in the network and until next time you guys god bless and we are out